Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Bedrosian throws to Sandberg and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have pumped on in. The Giants have won the pennant. All right, Brad. We are back on a Tuesday, thanks to the yeah. holiday. So uh, we took we we pushed yesterday's show till today. I was still out of town, so it worked out for the best. Uh, but as we are recording, the Giants are playing the Phillies, and they are losing one to nothing. But they that's okay because we're two and zero oh when we record and the game is on. <laughs> so don't worry about it. it we got this. It's all taken care of. And uh, the Giants almost got a. Uh, an umpire gift, but they, they got the, they got it overturned. So the Phillies did score the one run, you know, I'm not worried because for whatever reason, the last week version of the giants, all they do is hit home runs. So there's going to yeah. be a couple home runs coming <laughs> a couple of three run shots, right? Late yeah, uh, so, eighth or ninth inning. So, uh, you know, we'll hit the latest news first. We're going to talk a little bit about Jock Peterson, because how can you not based on all the shenanigans happening last week? Uh, we'll talk about our player of the week. We'll talk a little bit about Gabe. Gabe's uh, Gabe was in the news. And uh, you did something with the relievers to try and figure out if three specific relievers were uh, any worse than they were last year. And we'll look at that. And uh, and yeah, and, and while the game is going on, we'll, we'll update for, for folks. Not because they're not also watching, but just because we won't be able to kind of like, well, we're just going to have to. If they score, we're going to have to say that they scored. Yeah. All right. So first things first, the news of uh, of the week that came out yesterday and today, uh, Darren Ruff went on family leave. I believe there was a death in the family. And so he goes uh, on the, I guess it's not technically the the injured list, but he's on leave and a good friend of ours, someone who we rooted for in a just in a crazy way when he came up, but then he was sent down fairly quickly. Elio Ramos is back. 
Are you ready to see what he can do in the in the short time that he will be on the team? Because he's not here to stay. Yeah, and <clears throat> I'm excited because I stashed him for so long on my fantasy bench on our NA spot, our not available spot, um, with Ruff gone. And 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 what happened is his father passed away unexpectedly. So uh, we we obviously send our well wishes to the Ruff family. Um, that's uh, never something you want to deal with and uh send them our our thoughts and um you know hope everybody hangs in there and uh and with elliot ramos back up giants need a right-handed bat um and his two at bats tonight he got robbed on some nice plays on both at bats hitting the ball hard so that that's always a good sign and he was six for his last 12 which is good in, uh, yeah in triple a before they called him up so fantastic and what had happened is so he goes down and he starts to really struggle as far as his batting average is concerned. And what happened is he was hitting the ball hard. He was just hitting it on the ground. He couldn't get the ball in the air. So he was just getting stuck with a lot of offers. And finally he did start to turn it around uh, before they brought him up. So it's good to see because you like to see, you like to see somebody like him who has maybe fallen out of like that top, top prospect list, but it's glad to see that he is in the mix, right? Like you, yeah. you know, he, he's still in there, in there. You need, they need a right-handed bat, which is a very important part of, of their game when they face lefties. And they're like, yep, we can bring him back up. He's going to be fine. You know, rather than, you know, there's other guys. And, and, and some of this might be because he's uh he's a, uh, uh, an outfielder. But like uh, David VR, right? Like he's tearing it up and they're like, nope, we're going to stick with what we got. We, we trust that Ramos can come up here and, and we have already seen what he's done. We know that he can continue to play the way that we need him to play. Yeah, absolutely. And as we're talking to Tyro Estrada, it was hitting 240 just a couple of weeks ago. Now he's hitting 281 and just got another hit. He's two for three tonight. So... Uh, watch out. The dude is on fire. He, I, I, if I had to pick a favorite player on the giants right now, I think it would be Ty Rose. That's your guy. That's my guy, man. I, I, I love to watch him former second baseman. So I love to watch the second baseman play. Um, you know, lots of questions with Donnie barrels leaving and Listella being hurt. Like, uh, you know, basically what can Tyra Estrada do as a full-time player? And we're seeing it. He's got 20 ribs. Um, 280 something batting average. So pretty exciting. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see maybe Tyro do a little something here uh, while we're recording. Maybe we're good luck for the guy. So I think so. I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay. So let's talk about one Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson had not only a great week at the plate, he had a great week in the blogs. Yeah. He had a great week on Twitter. <laughs> so let's talk about his his uh, his week at the plate first, and then we'll talk about uh, the goofy stuff with fantasy football. But So the Giants were uh, coming off of getting boat raced by the Mets. They lost 13-3 to against the Mets in a game where you were just like, gosh, not again. Like this is this is a good team. We're not playing well against good teams, and uh, it was starting to look like that was going to continue uh, f- 
the Giants actually took a giant lead in that game. They were up eight to two. And then uh, Lindor started. He hit a home run. He hit a shot down the line, which Jock Peterson turned into a triple. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but Jock himself was like, hey, you know, I can afford to give up a double into a triple because I'm going to hit three home runs in this game. <laughs> so he got it started early. Then he hit a, a deep drive into center field. That was probably, I don't know, like 430 feet or something. Yeah. And then the giants had given back up the lead and he had a three run shot and uh, tied the game, which allowed them to, even though they then went behind in the extra innings, they came back and, and, uh, and, and scored to, in their extra innings to win. So he had such a fantastic game all because, well, maybe somewhat related. He just was in his jock talking to Barry Bonds. No pants. Just hanging out. <laughs> I feel like if Barry, you know, if Barry, if Barry's in like his, you know, probably wearing some slacks and, and, a, and a button up or a polo or something. I'm I sure like polo, have, he, he still had to show off the, yeah. the guns. So yeah. I feel like I would have put on pants mm-hmm. at least. I, I wouldn't have been hanging out in my jock. Yeah. But you and I didn't play 162 <laughs> games at the major league level year in and year out. So I don't know. I mean, that's probably <laughs> the clubhouse uniform before a game. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> well, just know, Barry, if I if you're if I ever get to meet you in person, I will not be in my jock. <laughs> He's thanking you privately. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think about the whole thing where like it wasn't even that Barry gave him any advice on hitting. It was more like sort of mentality, uh, how to turn, kind of turn your brain off almost in a sense. What was the advice? Yeah, to 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 look at every pitch individually uh, as the pitch comes. Uh, just just to give everything you've got on that one single pitch, not necessarily in at at, at bat, but if you're looking fastball in both cheeks, both thighs, both everything into it. Um, and, and so his swings were just outrageous on, uh, on that night. Um, I want to say, was it Tuesday night, right? Mm-hmm. Monday night, no, Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, just both cheeks into it. Uh, every swing, every hack, he was, he was just monster mashing the ball. It, it's not that he needs that much, much help, but we always talk about, and everybody always talks about, baseball is a mental sport. It, mm-hmm. it really is. I mean, it's a grind. It's 500, 600 at-bats. Um, and staying in each at-bat is just really, really difficult to do. Um, I, I'm looking at uh, Baseball Savant. I love that site, too, on MLB.com. It's it's Baseball Savant dot mlb.com if you ever want to go there and just look at some really fun numbers so average exit velocity jock peterson is in the 99th percentile of the league right now um hard hit percentage 98 98th percentile uh xw x woba 99 percent barrel percentage 99th percentile. Uh, the only two things he's really not good at, he's only in the 13th percentile in sprint speed. We, we didn't have to look that one up. <laughs> and he's only in the fourth percentile 
in the entire league of outfielder jump. Wow. And again, those are two things we didn't really need to look up. Those are fielding stats. We kind of knew that when we got Jock Peterson. Yes. Uh, exactly what it is we were getting. We are getting a hard mashing uh, outfielder who uh, can make some plays when he needs to. Uh, so, so yeah, having that little added extra mental boost from Barry Bonds, I think was pretty awesome and, and kind of might've been what was needed because the show before the night before we talked about his horrendous may that he was yeah. having and you know, below the Mendoza line, um, just having a really, really rough may after the injury, the groin injury that happened in, uh, in Washington, uh, or I think before that, but then he missed a couple games in Washington. Um, and, and then to come out and now he's just, crushing the ball so I, I i love to see that i want to see barry hang around the park a little bit more talk to tyro estrada estrada could have like 14 home runs by now <laughs> had a little conversation by the way phillies just made a pitching change with one out in the fifth uh estrada was on and then babe casale got a base hit so babe runners on first and second babe somebody I, th- I think somebody posted a picture of him in casale and called him tom Selleck because of that <laughs> Dirty, dirty mustache. Is this this is the got. last day for the mustaches, right? Thank God. Yes, it is. And, <laughs> and yes, Stremsky for... said they're gone. He said they're yeah. gone. There's nothing June 1st. You're not allowed to have one. So but I feel like for the Yasmanian devil and Casalia, like they've been hitting so well with the mustaches. Well, Casale, I think, cursed himself because two weeks ago, I think it was two or three weeks ago, he was just into it, had it for like a week and a half, two weeks. And, um, Somebody asked him, you know, is that going to be hanging around? And uh, he said, oh, no, June 1st, it is gone. Well, ugh, I don't know if he can do that now. I mean, he's crushing the ball. Okay, so I guess we've got to talk about it. Was it Friday night? I think it was Friday night, right? When all yeah. of a sudden we started seeing texts, or I'm sorry, tweets about a fight between a Giants player and a Reds player. And, and we're and we're talking warmups. We're talking yes, before the game even started. Yeah, which is unheard of. And then the story just kept getting more ridiculous. <laughs> Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson. And then we learned that Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson over fantasy football <laughs> waiver rules. And then we realized that the player in which Jock Peterson was trying to keep on his roster was none other than third string running back of the 49ers, Jeff Wilson Jr. (laughs) And then Tommy Pham told us he was a big dog in Vegas. Yes. Thus, it meant more to him, I guess, and... Being uh, being a big dog in Vegas means that when you talk about fantasy football, you can slap the other person right in the face. <laughs> he got a three game suspension, and it was it was like a made up story. I, I like if you if you had told me one of these stories is made up, Tommy Pham slaps Jock Peterson. Uh, and, and that's one of the uh, options. I probably would pick that one, no matter what these other crazy stories would have been. Yeah. And and then what the most surprising second part of the headline that we didn't see is 
Fam ends up in hospital because Jock Peterson actually held himself back. He said, <laughs> violence is not the answer. I mean, he, I think he understood too. Like we're talking about fantasy football, you know, Allen Iverson, we're talking about fantasy football. <laughs> and, and so I think Jock Peterson realized this is not worth it, man. Yeah. And then fam gets the three game suspension. I told, I was telling the story to my wife and my 13 year old daughter was listening in and, and we're going to Vegas in a week or two weeks. And she goes, well, I'm going to make sure I use that line when we're in Vegas. I'm going to tell people that I'm a big dog in Vegas <laughs> and that I'm a high roller at, at most of the casinos. I like how I said, I think he said most of the casinos, right? <laughs> Not all of them, just yeah. most of them. And I was in Vegas. I was like, you were. I was like, not only am I not a big dog in Vegas, I didn't even pull a slot machine handle once. <laughs> you sound like me because I live in Reno. I don't gamble. I go to Vegas. I don't gamble. Yeah. I just, I like to go to the shows. <laughs> I didn't even, which, which means I have to pay full price. Yeah. Because exactly. I don't gamble. You're not spending money the there and then getting <laughs> no. in for free. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so I mean, you're a fantasy football commissioner for over 20 years now. Yeah. Has there ever been any real fights over that stuff? I mean, I know there's been some stickler arguments and, oh, this is supposed to be the rules. And, you yeah. know, somebody cuts a player on accident. You know, maybe they were drinking a beer at midnight and kind of <laughs> fat fingered something. They're like, no, no, no. And they wake up and they go, no, 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 I didn't want to do that. Yeah. But like, is there, has there been any, any uh, horror stories being the commish there? You know, uh, we've had a couple of incidents. We had one guy way back. I don't even remember. I'm not going to name him, but he left the league. He's not, he, he won't be listening to this show. I can okay. guarantee you that. Okay. But he left the league in 2006 ish, somewhere in there during that season because he started trading running backs for kickers <laughs> and, and ended up with five kickers on his <laughs> roster. And so I just, and we don't play for money, but it's a fun league. It's a bragging right league. It's a 12 team league. It's competitive. We like to have fun. It's for, we have keepers. So I, so I messaged them and I said, what, what, what's going on, man? What, uh, you know, are you not enjoying the league? Is there something going on that we could help you out with? And he just said, your rules are ridiculous. You don't value running backs. I'm going with kickers only. So I said, <laughs> all right, do what you got to do. And then he left the next week. Um, you know, other than that, we've had spirited Debates, debates and arguments but it's always for fun and and you know we come to conclusions and everybody and i always put things to a vote you have a problem hey cool let's put it to a vote let's throw it out to everybody and see see what happens but i can say 100 percent that nobody has ever gotten slapped in our league <laughs> because you tried to put somebody on the ir but that, that's what i didn't understand either he put somebody who wasn't on the ir on the IR. And and I know in Yahoo, it doesn't allow you to do that because mm -hmm. Yahoo will choose the IR designation. Right. Then you could put the player on the IR. So I'm not sure how all that happened. That that was a little strange, but um, was it worth a slap? I think yeah, I Giants think so. just took the lead here. Oh, did we? All right. Yeah, Luis well, you're Gonzalez, ahead of me now. Luis Gonzalez, bases loaded, double to knock in two. Oh, nice. There's, a, there's another... Big time player. This there it is. Oh yeah, a little bit behind you. There's another big time player, man. How do they send them down again when they when when they need it? Well, the, see, that's the thing. It pissed them off. Yeah, 
And, and, and you got Duggar and you got, you know, we'll talk about them, but we got Duggar and Slater heading their way back fairly soon. Oh, belt's so. coming back soon. Belt's coming back. There's going to be some roster shuffles, man. Let's go here. Here we go again, right? All right. Let's get down to the nitty gritty here. All right. What are we drinking today? I've got water. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I do too. I, I yeah, have yeah. extra, so I got water too. There you go. Nice. I got with my, my favorite here. This is my go-to. This bottle is like 15 bucks, and it's won all kinds of blind taste tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Williams Bottled in Bond. If you need just a regular old everyday stock Bourbon. it in uh, yes stop stock it in the in the cupboard and it's not going to break the bank but it is going to be very very good that's the one to go with put it in the uh the kentucky bourbon glass so you're so you're drinking it straight just straight two ice cubes uh because i you know what i've really cut back on the drinking mm-hmm. um I'm, i i mean i i wish i kind of for the most part, unless I have a glass of wine with my wife, I kind of just save the alcohol for this show. Yeah, and 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 I think over the last like two months or so, I've really really cut back to like maybe two or three drinks a week. Um, and so you know, it's hitting me. I feel it <laughs> because it's been a while since I've had one. Yeah, but, just missed a home run by like uh, two two or three feet. Oh, but there it goes. They scored sack fly, so the Giants are now up three to one. All right, there we go. I'm going to hit the go live button and see if, see if you catch up. up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I use the NBC Sports Bay Area app, and I think there's another app you're supposed to be using, but... I just use my Hulu works. app, so... Oh, okay. Uh, and yes, usually, yeah. usually I'm behind everybody, so... Yeah, and I have DirecTV, and I think if I use that app and try to watch the Giants game on it, then I'll it, it's a complete mess, so I use oh. the Sports Bay Area app. So what do you got? What do you drink? All right, so um, you remember my highball glass that I, I, do. I purchased the two of them, this giant yeah. thick glass? I love those, man. Um, so I've been kind of going back and forth on the highballs, I liked the rye, the Johnny Walker rye. And then I also have some Suntory Toki Japanese whiskey. Oh. And so I threw that in there, uh, made a highball. And I always just like a little bit of lemon juice in it as well. It just, for whatever reason, it just, that that little tartness, uh, I dig it a lot. But your, your Evan Williams thing, so I was at a party party it was more like just a bunch of folks getting together and drinking and um one of the guys said that his favorite so we i was talking about mixing drinks and like i have i just usually have jack daniels around just because if i'm going to mix something I, I like mixing it with jack daniels oh yeah and he, and he said evan williams was his go-to he's like it's cheap it's good you don't have to mess around, like just always have it, just always have it with you, uh, no matter what. Cause you're just, that, it's just, it's just such a, it's such a utility, uh, liquor. Is that the standard Evan Williams though? Yeah. He that, said the standard one. Yeah. So the standard one's 1199, I think for a bottle this size, what is the uh, 750? So it's 1190. This is 1599. So it's, it's in, it's, Bond, bottled yeah, bottled in bond. bond, and that's what they used to do. Uh, so it's bottled under U.S. government supervision, and I believe um, 
there was some sort of taxation law back in the day and they started doing bottled and bonds. So money from this actually goes to the military. Um, and, and so anytime you see a bottled and bond, because there are a couple different brands that are bottled that, that do a bottled and bond mm-hmm. as well. Um, but that, but this one has a flavor to it that is definitely different than the regular Evan Williams. And I also have the Evan Williams, um, I think it's the single cask and that one is even a step up, but that's like 30 bucks for the bottle. Got it. Yeah. So $15. And then you can also get, you can get for like 20 bucks. You can get the one that's double this size. Mm. Um, and, and I used to keep that one on hand, but then I, I got the, uh, I got the old, uh, how many bottles of bourbon do you need? And how much room are, do you need to take up in our cupboards? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but, you know, uh, as I, again, you know, drinking a little bit less, like, all of a sudden I have more than usual. <laughs> yeah, the, and, and that's the thing was when you when you finally do have it, you're like, oh, I'm going to indulge a little bit. Now, the test is going to be when I go to Vegas for an entire week. Right. Uh, did, did that test you pretty good while you were there? Although you were doing a lot of shows. Yeah, I was running yeah. around. The only time I had more than I, – I had, I had one drink Friday night – but I had a few drinks on Saturday for sure. And and so here, like this is a this is a total Vegas thing, right? Which is it was 1030 a.m. and we were at an event, and my buddy had just got some bad news, so he's a little bummed out. Oh. And we were both at the bar, and there was a bar at 1030 a.m. Of course. And we were like, Crown on the Rocks? And I was like, sure. And it's like it's Vegas brain because in that same scenario, if I'm anywhere near home, like that, that's obviously a no. Like it's that's like a, a problem. Yeah, it's like yeah. Mm, no. Why would anybody? <laughs> but when you're in yeah, Vegas, ten o'clock in the morning. When you're in Vegas, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, like there's no reason not to, right? So yeah. it's like Vegas brain. And then uh, and then we went to that party and and I had a couple because it was my birthday, so they. Oh, hey, there uh, you go. Hey, hey, happy birthday. When was your birthday? Oh, thank you. Uh, Saturday. God damn it. I don't have it on my calendar. I want to so, fix that. So my a friend had bought me a bottle of the Terramana Añejo. Mm. And so I had a little bit of that, but I just shared it with everybody so that everybody could have it. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. But yeah, it's, so Saturday, but Friday, light, Sunday, light, and it was just Saturday, so I was I was fine. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a test because when we're there, we've looked at the, you know, of course, it's two weeks away, so the weather is not always accurate, but we're looking at 103 to 106 uh, highs during the day, and we're going to be at a pool most of the time. So that's going to be the big test right there. But I already told, I already told Denise, pick up when next time you go to the store, just get like as many six packs as you can of the Starbucks nitro cold <laughs> brew. Cause there's no calories in that. Yeah. It's just nice and cold caffeine. I'll throw those in the, uh, in the, uh, I have a Grogu tumbler, baby, baby Yoda <laughs> baby tumbler. Yoda. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you watch Obi-Wan? 
No, not yet. Okay, good. I, I haven't watched it either. So okay, we'll, the kids we'll were not those. interested. Uh, Denise is definitely interested. So we got to get the timing right. We did watch The Batman this weekend. Okay, good. Uh, fantastic. My son movie. said it was his favorite superhero movie of all time. JJ. It was awesome. And Batman's my favorite superhero of all time. Uh, and so I'm very particular about my Batman stuff. And that was near the top. You had no problem with uh, Cedric Diggory or uh, Edward the Vampire being <laughs> yeah, I Batman? Did. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I don't know who played uh, Commissioner Gordon, uh, but he was fantastic. Uh, I'm not sure the name of the actor, um, but just, oh, man, the whole movie was just moody and uh, very, had some Tim Burton okay. kind of little homages thrown in there and i really enjoyed it and then we introduced the kids to um stranger things last night okay yeah first episode last night uh i've seen episode or season one and two i missed three and then four just came out so we started uh with uh episode one season one last night and they were into it they they enjoyed that so yeah but we're going to get to obi-wan uh we're working our way through mandalorian right now this will be the second time for me and then we're going to watch Boba Fett, which I've already seen. Then we'll, I think. I, did, I couldn't get one. through it. I stopped, I think, at episode three or four. It was too Boba Fett? for me. Yeah. Oh, you got to keep going. You have to keep going. I, I heard. You've like, seen Mandalorian, episode, right? Yeah, I watched Mandalorian all the way through. Well, then but, you, can't, you have to watch this because the second half of the first season of Boba Fett is the Mandalorian season three, basically. Oh, okay. So maybe I do need to pick it up, but man, it was slow. It's a rough one with the Tusken Raiders at the beginning and the whole, you know, Shaolin monk theme and, and all that. It was a bit of a drag, but then it kicks up and Oh man, the last four episodes or so are just some cool stuff, man. All right. Let's talk about our player of the week. And actually it's a week and a day or so, because we also yeah. included yesterday. We threw an extra day in there. Which was the Giants beating uh, beating the Phillies late after uh, Logan Webb pitched a great game, picked up, uh, pit, pit, went, went eight. Unfortunately, Kyle Schwarber hit like a golf ball off a sinker over the fence. Yeah. And uh, they had, so it was tie game. They pulled him out, and then the Giants won with uh, Casale. Two run homer in the tenth, which was awesome, Babe Casale. So we added an extra day for uh, to our usual player of the week. But uh, give your nominations, and then we'll talk about who is the winner. Yeah, that was that was a fun one because I got to um, I got to work in the garage and I put a TV in the garage last year uh, during the World Series. So I, I haven't had a chance to really use it during the Giants season. Um, so I got to you know kind of clean out the garage and watch the Giants game and drink some some cold brew while I was out there yesterday so that was a that was a that was an excellent game uh and just real quick the Giants are making a pitching change here uh Jacob Junis goes four and a third three hits one run two walks three strikeouts 2.68 ERA he is the uh I'd say MVP of the pitching staff at this point of the season uh, just because the oh, filling job is done, and uh, yeah. he's going to be one of those guys. I, you know, when Desclafani comes back, they're going to move him back to the bullpen. But 
I don't know. I feel like he's like a better than what I expected of Dave Scalfani so far. Yeah, that or what you're going to get is a injury to one of the other pitchers, a you know mystery injury to one of the other pitchers to give them a break because what did the Giants say at the beginning of the season? We yeah. need 162 game pitching staff, not a five man rotation. So give somebody else who's having some arm deadness a little bit of a break and Jacob Junis can just kind of keep going. Uh, all right, let's take a look at our player of the week. And uh, we got third place, Mike Yastrzemski, baby Yaz, baby Yaz, Manian devil, five, uh, 438 Woba, 292 average, one home run, two ribs, eight runs scored. The guy's getting on base at a yep. crazy rate. I think he's uh, uh, at 50-50. I'm talking about percentages when it comes to strikeouts and and uh, home and and, uh, and K's. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he had a 27% walk rate this this uh this week and I think he only had like an 8% strikeout rate. So that that kind of even things out uh, going in because you know, he struggled at the beginning of the season, but he's been on a tear the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um he got 0% of the vote. <laughs> but but that tells you, I mean 438 woba 292 average. Yeah. Scored eight runs. Zero percent of the vote. So that tells you the next few guys were just on fire. Coming in second place, Evan Longoria. 622 Woba. We haven't seen that high of a Woba in a player of the week in a long time. 364 average. Five home runs. Nine ribs. Six runs. He is on a tear. He hit a home run. I think it was... The was it the second game against Cincinnati or was it the third game against Cincinnati? He kind of just like threw his hands. It was like the inside oh, that was out Saturday, Jack. Man. Yeah, the inside out Jack. I was like, man, that dude's pretty strong. Yeah, he um and 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 when he gets hot, you know, we know how streaky he is too. Once he gets hot, man, uh, that's helping the Giants win ball games right now. So Longo came in second place, forty percent of the vote, sixty percent of the vote. The great Jock Peterson. So he hits three jacks in a game, hits a, yeah. another jack the next day, gets slapped in the face <laughs> for for maybe being a, a slightly devious fantasy football player. Yeah. And you, you should have put that in, in his stats when we were picking. You know what? I should have put one slap. Slap rate <laughs> 100%. I should have put that, but he had a 621 Woba, 409 batting average, four home runs, 13 ribs, five runs scored, and a very minuscule 7.4% K rate in a week. That's what you like to see, man. Was not striking out, putting the barrel on the ball and uh, crushing bombs, crushing hearts, uh, you know, crushing Tommy Fam's hand. <laughs> yeah, what if he just stuff. like he just took it and he like gritted his teeth <laughs> and Tommy Ham was like <laughs> Poor Tommy Fam, that guy. <laughs> he's got talk about Napoleon complex. But he's Jeez. a big dog, man. He's a big well, dog. That's true. He's a big dog. <laughs> I, I begged and pleaded on Twitter that day for MLB the show. They have a uh if you if you're familiar with the show, I know Jeremy is. Jerry if Jeremy's yeah. listening, I know Jeremy's also familiar with the show if you play the big dog program uh you know you get some big dog cards so so i begged 
uh, MLB The Show to please make Tommy Pham a big dog card. You don't have to make him like an 80 over, you know, like a 90 overall and 95. Just make him what he is, like a 70 overall, but yeah. a big dog. Because, yeah. you know, and then underneath you could put in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. All right. We're going to do a different version of the haters Ooh. war. Is this the sexy version? That oh, sorry. Oh, haters watch. Yeah. Haters watch Gabe Kapler after the really terrible thing that happened in uh, in Texas at the, the elementary school. Uh, Gabe said that he was not going to stand for the national anthem. Not not stand. He's not. He wasn't going to be in the ballpark for the national anthem. He's going to stay in the clubhouse, and that was just his way of you know protesting what's going on with gun laws and with you know what people are are are, are really care caring about these days when it comes to politicians. Steve Kerr. We mentioned Steve Kerr uh, and his. Uh, his uh, speech before, not even a speech, was his reaction to a question yeah. when it happened. And so your good friend, I'm going to say your good friend because I don't like him at all, Tony LaRussa. <laughs> not said, my good friend. <laughs> said, uh, and, and I'm paraphrasing, it was something to the effect of that, you know, he agrees with Kapler, but he doesn't believe the way to show his frustration is uh, with the national anthem. You know, it's so it's so funny, like. And I can't tell if they're being honest and truthful or if this is just a side of the fence argument. But I saw a couple of people who were just so adamant that the that the the national anthem is just like the 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 best way you could possibly show that you love the country. <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, wow, they're, are they joking or do they really feel that way? It's, it's interesting because like you never know sometimes with some of these fanatical people. But uh, what did you think of that whole Gabe Kapler thing? Oh, I got a lot to say, but I'll, I'll pare it down. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with cap doing that. Um, if I don't know, I, sometimes I wish I had the guts to do the same and you're in a crowded ballpark. I wish I had the guts to just sit down uh, and, and not stand up during the national anthem because yeah, it's, it's a song. It's not, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the military. It doesn't have anything to do with veterans. It doesn't have anything to do with anything else other than it's the, it's the country's song. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when, when you go by a bald eagle, do you stand by it and salute? No, you don't. I mean, that's our national bird, but it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's a symbol. It's a symbolic. Um, and I and I'm fine, totally fine with what Cap did. I'm kind of in the middle uh, when it comes to the whole gun law thing. I I absolutely please have you know if if you need to have one to protect yourself, there are not enough police in the country to protect you. So if you need it to protect yourself, absolutely. But there's things like high capacity, this and that that, that we just don't need. Uh, the the military and the police need it, but but we don't as private citizens need you know probably 90% of the stuff that's out there. Um, so yeah, uh, I totally respect what he's doing and uh, that's what this country is all about. And, uh, you know, protest uh, any way you want to, that's peaceful. 
um, that sends a message, uh, and I love it. And I, I'd like to see more of it. Um, I, I, f- I find it funny that here we are screaming about, you know, stand up for the national anthem. That's that's what it's about. This is this is to show you love your country. Yet here we are on, uh, you know, when when voting day comes around and election day and, and we can't get the day off of work. We, we got to run to the polls at 515 when we get off of work and stand in line for five hours with everybody else. But we can't get that day off. That's probably the most patriotic thing you can do is vote. Um, and, and so if you have, a, a, you know, if you want to have a voice, if you want to get out there, if you want to say something about your laws, if you want to say something about who's in charge, you make sure you register and you make sure you get out there and vote. And, and so I'd love for that to be a national holiday. So we can, every citizen in the United States can get out there and say, this, this is what I want and not be held back from it. Uh, you know, could, off on a tangent there, but, but yeah, I, I love what, I love what Cap's doing and, and Tony LaRusse is just a crusty old man. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was very surprised to see him take that stand because as we know, he's had issues with players of, uh, I guess, Usually it was with the the Hispanic descent, the Latin players he would he would have some issues with. But when he rejoined the White Sox, there was some frustration with his old school mentality. And I had just assumed that some of the players just thought he was kind of a racist old man. Um, But that has been smoothed over. He has said that he's going to change. He said that he's more open minded. Uh, But, you know, when this Kaepernick thing happened, gosh, it's been how many years now? 2015 or something yeah. when, when that happened. I, I very much uh, dug into the story because it was very there, – there was a lot of people very quick to uh, be down on him for doing that. And, you know, why is he doing it? What are the reasons? Blah, 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 blah. And so I, I, I really just – studied and looked for everything I could find about his reasoning. And I was a hundred percent behind him or, or behind the folks who were affected by, you know, what he was standing for. Cause that's essentially what it is. Damn. And so what it did is it led me to, you know, look into other things in which people were protesting and, uh, Tupac Shakur, he had this saying, at least it's a saying that is attributed to him that I really liked. And he said, uh, this is so, this is kind of like the stay woke era of stuff before the conservatives just flipped that, that, that word and made it their own. But he said, real eyes, R E A L E Y E S, realize, R E A L I Z E, real lies, R E A L. L I E S. And that, that stuck out with me because, you know, Tupac's a poet in a, in a sense uh, being a rapper, but you know, this stuff has been going on for so long. Right. And so whether you're protesting racism or whether you're protesting gun violence, like it's just, if you're on the other side of that and you're angry for somebody 
without a solution as to how else they could solve that problem or how else how, they, how we can, you know, because essentially all, all you're doing is you're just bringing something to light that people may not understand or may not know about. Right. And uh, and so, you know, all, all power to those who do that and to those who have a problem with it. Uh, I would say you're telling on yourself for having a problem yeah. with it because those yeah. are the people who were trying to point out, you know. Yeah, exactly. And and, and again, I, I'll say it again, man. And, and you know, I've never been such a, a, a I wouldn't call myself a political person. I haven't I've always kind of shied away from it. I worked in the news. I just kind of did my thing and, and kept yeah, my. And, and to be fair, you, know, you also live in somewhere that's a little less liberal than you are. Yeah. And, and it's and, and it's a liberal state because of Clark County and Washoe County. Those are the two biggest counties. So Clark County, uh, Vegas, four hours from L.A., a huge influx of Southern California people who live there. Um, Washoe County, four hours from the Bay Area. Huge influx of Bay Area people who live here. I'm one of them. Um, and and so those are the two biggest counties. Other than that, the other counties really don't count. So it's those two counties that vote. So this, this has been a blue state the last couple of elections. Uh, but it goes back and forth because, again, you have all the outlying counties that are very, very red, very red. Um, so, so you get a little bit of, of fighting back and forth. And so, and so I, I just, you know, I, I have preached this the last couple of months that if you want to do something, if something is bothering you, if, if, I mean, these, these, these gun laws and what is happening in our country, do your research and get to the polls. I mean, absentee ballots, uh, mail-in ballots, go to the poll, make it happen, do whatever you have to do, but please do your research. I've, I've said, you know, from this day forward, I, I will do my research and I will absolutely, I vow to never vote for anybody who doesn't give a damn about gun laws uh, mm -hmm. from, from here on out. If they just don't care and they just want to brush them aside, I will not be voting for that person. I don't care if they're red or blue or what they are. I'm a nonpartisan voter because I can go either way. I really could, but but it depends on what's good for um, humanity, what's good for my family, and and you know what what saves lives and what's 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 going to keep us around the longest. Yeah, that that's that's important to me. So, all right, so let's talk about one last thing before we get out of here. Mm -hmm. You were looking at you were actually doing some heavy I, statistical me. analysis and research. Look at me. And, I told you I was going to do research. From now <laughs> and you were looking, you took a look at three pictures and you wanted to see what the difference, if there was any difference in how they were pitching from last year to this year, even if their back of the baseball card stats said so. Yeah. So first person you took a look at was Tyler Rogers. Now we talked about Tyler Rogers uh, last week as someone who uh, actually, you know, I, I don't even know if we did last week because it was during the Mets series where the Mets came back in that game where he got bonked around. We, um, we talked about it on Twitter. Yes. Or yeah. no, I'm sorry. On, on text, on text. Uh, yes. you and I, and, and, and hot take Bry, we were yeah. talking about, you know, has, has Tyler Rogers run his course Has the gimmick ended. Yes. Right? But look at those numbers. 2021, 2022. This is okay. Now, now these are numbers up to this point of the season. Yes, yes, we started a little bit late, but they've crammed in some extra games. Um, 
last year at this point, he only pitched in six more games uh, than he did this year at this point. Look at the war. 0.2, same, both years. Uh, last the exit year, velocity is ridiculous. He has look, even look left. At that. Now, some of that yeah. is because this ball might be a little bit more dead than it was last year, but... Yeah, but also he throws a mushy ball. Yeah. So I mean, he, you know, he throws stuff that you're not going to barrel up. Look. The the human humidor should. Be <laughs> I like that. The human. <laughs> look at look at his fastball spin rate. Yeah. But bottom percent percentile yeah. in, in all of the major leagues. With percentage, <laughs> fastball velocity. <laughs> all those things are low. But look at his average exit velocity. That is the tops in the league. You you are not an hard hit percentage. 99th percentile. You are not crushing the ball against Tyler Rogers. So let's look at his FIP. His FIP is better this year than it yes. was last year, but his ERA is five points higher this year. So that just tells you bad luck is happening to Tyler Rogers. Yes. He's and the then same guy. They got, he got dinked and dunked that, that game. Yeah. And he's going to, he's going to get dinked and dunked. It's going to even out. Uh, Giants are missing some of their offensive or some of their uh, defensive guys right now. Uh, Duggar Slater, Brandon belt, um, you know, Tommy Listella, not the greatest defender, but still just to have that extra defense out on the field. Um, that helps, and and that's why how you can tell by that FIP, yeah, that exit velocity, eighty four miles an hour last year, eighty two this year. Look at his barrel percentage last year, zero percent, and then this year one point five. So Tyler Rogers is the same guy. Don't fear when he comes in. Don't freak out. Everybody freaked out every time he even came in last year, <laughs> having a great season. So, uh, so yeah, don't worry about him. All right, next guy is Harleen Garcia. I like to call him Harleen the Dream Garcia. Um, yeah, Harleen. So if you look at Harleen, and, and I picked three guys that were mainstays in the bullpen at the beginning of last year, mainstays in the bullpen at the beginning of this year. I'm not going to pick Mac Cheese because he's been a little bit of dead arm issues this year uh, down in AAA working things out and then came up and because of uh, – some lineup card issues, tried to pitch on Friday night, but could not pitch on Friday <laughs> night. It was not legal to pitch on Friday night, so we did not see him. Uh, but Harleen Garcia, his war, a little bit better this year. Last year, negative 0.1 at this point. This year, 0.2. His ERA went from 4.15 to 0 this year. He hasn't given up a run yet. Still? Earned run. No, wow. still not yet. Wow. His FIP, look at that, cut in half almost. 4.61 last year, 2.89 this year. Exit velocity, about the same. Nothing's changed. Barrel percentage, down this year. And just today, he got out of uh, a jam and uh, and and got the next two outs, struck out Segura and got uh, Bryce Harper to ground out to an inning. Yeah, here, and here he is, just set... Uh, tied a record with Joe Nathan for the most consecutive games without an earned run to start the season. He has 17 dream, games. Look at that. Harleen the dream. But if you look at his, his, you know, what are these called again? Your, your baseball savant numbers His mm -hmm. average exit velocity is only in the 30th percentile. So people are hitting them hard, hard hit percentage only in the 21st percentile. Um, then X Woba 71, uh, XERA 71st percentile. Uh, 
and then fastball spin only 24th percentile <laughs> whiff percentage only 42 fastball <laughs> velocity only 44 but he's getting some chases chase rate 64 64th percentile so again same guy um so i you probably can't expect that era to stay where it's at but it, of course we talk about the intangibles right the intangible is the clutch in harleen garcia is uh, definitely a clutch guy. We saw him come on clutch in the second half of last season uh, and, and then kind of carrying that over to this season. All right, last guy here who we're going to talk about. Yeah, Jose, Jose Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, another mainstay in the bullpen. Uh, 17 start or seventeen appearances last year at this point, 18 this year. Uh, ERA near the same. Uh, War near the same. FIP near the same. Everything's... Very similar barrel percentage is up a little bit, so he's catching more of the play. Guys are putting the uh, the bat on the ball and, and hitting them a little bit harder uh, uh, this year. But again, if you look at his hard hit percentage, 90th percentile, so he's keeping keeping guys from hitting. Uh, and I think hard hit is 95 miles an hour and above. Mm-hmm. Um, average exit velocity up. 82, 82nd percentile, chase rate, 78th percentile. That's that nasty slider that he's got. Everything else really, really low. Those numbers yeah. are very scary. The rest of those numbers are very poor and very scary. Uh, but but again, same guys last year. So I wanted to just kind of bring those three guys up because I, I, I hear a lot about, well, the bullpen isn't holding up their end of the bargain like they did last year. Uh, but they really are. It's just I, I, I feel looking at these three guys and kind of the rest of the bullpen, you're getting more bad luck, uh, a little less great defense than you had last yes. year. <laughs> um, you, you know, you, and again, you miss Buster Posey, awesome defensive catcher. Uh, probably could have won the the Gold Glove again last year if it had not been for I think Yachty won it, right? Yeah, because the so. Cardinals had like four or five guys. Um, so yeah, so so don't worry. Bullpen is fine. They're they're doing what they normally do. Uh, I think it's just a matter of getting some of those defensive guys back. I think the Giants are about to go on a tear. Uh, they're in Philly. You know, win game one. They're up in game two. Bullpen has it right now. Brebia, who's got a, I think he's got like a point six WAR he, so he, far. He, ju- he just gave up two hits. Runners on first yeah. and third with zero outs. Nobody out. So we spoke too soon about Brebia, but Brebia has been he he's been having a really good I, season. I, I think he's been good. He's yeah, been yeah. Good. All, yeah, almost his... to the point where he might be able to pitch uh, a little bit later in the game too. Yeah, definitely. And if you look at him this year, he's yeah point six WAR. 2.49 ERA, 1.89 FIP. Um, look at some of his his stat cast numbers. Yeah, he's, he's leaving breaking ball up. He just gave up another hit, another run. I, I imagine yeah. they're going to take him out. Probably, yeah. yeah. His barrel percentage is 5%. So, again, today, an anomaly. One of those things that's going to happen, it's going to even things out. So, All right, well, the Giants have the rest of this series with Philadelphia in Philadelphia. Uh, and then they have they go to Miami to face the Marlins. Yeah. The Marlins are one of the lower teams in in the National League, though. It didn't matter when they went to Cincinnati and lost two out of three. Yeah, Cincinnati is probably the second or third worst team in the National League, and they uh, they beat the they beat Radone kind of like convincingly in that first game. I was surprised. Yeah. 
And then uh, the Giants uh, tried to fight back in game two, but then won game three. So thankfully they got one out of there, but uh, hopefully they do better against the Marlins. Uh, I think Philly, you know, they should beat Philly too. Like there's Philly's no great shakes. Uh, So they should, uh, you know, you're going on the road, so that's tough, but you know, they should at least be 500 or better on this road trip, just based on how these other teams are playing. Giants, if the season ended today, I think they are the third wild card behind St. Louis and San Diego. So that is, you know, that even even though they've they haven't been great in their last ten games, they are still in the upper echelon when it comes to the wild card. And yeah, I'd love to see them, you know, really get some games here and kind of, you know, show that 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 they're better than a five hundred ball team, which they've been playing most recently. Uh, I'm I'm kind of curious off topic if when you land in Miami. Are they playing Will Smith's Welcome to Miami <laughs> in the airport? Like they just twenty four seven. They should. They probably should. That or Pitbull at least. Because if I go to Miami, I expect it to be Pitbull and Disney like twenty four seven. Yeah, Pitbull. that's just me. What about Flo Rida? I mean, you can go with that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that the? Is is he the apple bottom jeans guy? I don't know. Uh, yeah, th- I think so. Yeah, think there you so. go. So play that song in the airport, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So that'll be it from here. Uh, we'll be back next week on Monday. And then and then we're probably going to come back on the following weekend because you're going to be out of town soon. So, yeah. But we'll be back next week on Monday in our normal time slot. And this is just kind of in, I you know, everyone uses the term inside baseball for like behind the scenes thing. I don't know yeah. why, but I'll use it for this podcast because it is right. baseball. But we've had trouble live streaming to our Facebook pages. And our Facebook pages, you know, have a good amount of follows, more than the YouTube now, because we're kind of building up the YouTube. And so for a couple of shows there, we weren't able to stream to Facebook. But now we can. It looks like, at least as far as right now, they may screw with me again, because Facebook's kind of weird when it comes to support. Even though it has nothing to do with Elon Musk because it's <laughs> Facebook, can I blame him? <laughs> well, the Twitter thing works fine. Like Twitter's yeah, like, so I guess Twitter's yeah. like you can stream anything you possibly want. Like we don't even care. Uh, but Facebook, we just have more people who have been paying attention to us over the years, so that's why I want to stream there. But anyways, uh, we are Brebby had just almost drilled mm. uh, bomb. Brebby is still in, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll be back next week and hopefully the Facebook thing doesn't, doesn't get screwed up again because I like streaming to Facebook. That's where a, yeah, lot yeah. Of our, over, a lot of our people are. All right. So for Brad, I am double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>